0: Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Lock, hold, radio.
1: Hello and welcome to another Network Alchemist production of the Networking Fools. With your Networking Fools and hosts, J.W. Nigerian and Bob Schechter, as they discuss business, finance, and lifestyle. Hey, Bob, how you doing today? This is J.W. Nigerian and Bob Checker from the Networking Fools, and uh, what's up, buddy?
0: Good morning. Another show. Today's guest is a uh, real treat, Rick Frischman, who's a public relations expert and a best-selling author. He's going to teach us how to do it. Hello, is that you, Rick? It is.
2: How
1: you doing there? Wonderful. We're live on the show, so don't don't uh, bring up all those uh, things you know about me that we don't want anybody to know. Ah, uh, you got it. I will try not to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Let's I'm going to jump right into it because I know you got a lot of stuff, and I want to give the people everything that uh, everything you have to offer. So I don't want to take too much time here. So uh, this is the Networking Fool Show with uh, J.W. Nigerian and Bob Schechter. Uh, Bob's already said hello, so we'll. Uh, save some time there <laughs> uh, today we have a really tricky and we're really excited uh we have rick frischman public relations expert and best-selling author and founder of planned television arts who's been one of the leading book publicists in america for over 30 years uh, rick, rick has worked with many of the top book editors literary agents and publishers in america including simon schuster random house wiley HarperCollins, Pocket Books, and many more Rick has worked with best-selling authors, including, and this is a, a wonderful list, you'll probably know at least one of these people, Mitch Albom, Bill Moyer, Stephen King, Carolyn Kennedy, Howard Stern, President Jimmy Carter, Mark Victor Hansen, Nelson DeMille, John Grisham, Hugh Downs, Henry Kissinger, Jack Hanfield, Alan Deschewitz, Arnold Palmer, and Harvey McKay. So you can tell why we're excited to talk to Rick today. So Rick has also appeared on hundreds of radio shows and more than a dozen television shows, including Oprah, and Bloomberg TV, and has also been featured in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Associated Press, Selling Power Magazine, New York Post, and scores of other publications. Rick is a sought after lecturer on publishing and public relations, and has also authored and co authored, I'm guessing, around now 13 books. With his latest book being the best selling book, Proposals and Best Selling Secrets from Top Agents, part of the popular four book series, Author 101. Uh, Rick is currently publisher at Morgan James Publishing in New York. And Morgan James published uh, in ni- uh, what, 2008, uh, Morgan James published over 150 books. I guess you guys publish nonfiction books and, uh, and, looks for, and you guys look for authors with a platform who believe in giving back, which is cool. Because Morgan James gives a portion of every book sold to Habitat for Humanity, which we also... Uh, admire and and like to give to. Uh, Rick continues to work with many of the top editors, agents, and publishers in America and is going to share with us his secrets on how to become an author, how to get published, and how to get publicity for your book and much more. So Rick, first thanks for taking the time to share your incredible expertise with with our listeners and let's start today with uh, why would somebody, why should someone write a book?
2: Uh, well, thank you. Uh, well, uh, I have been a PR guy for about 33 years. Uh, I used to be producer at WR Radio in New York. And um, uh, there's several reasons. Number one, when you write a book, the media, like me, the producers and editors, look at you in a different way. They uh, They go, wow, this guy is an expert. You immediately become the... Authority, the leading authority on your subject because you're an author. Secondly, it doesn't feel commercial. Um, believe it or not, you know, if you're promoting a website or a product or a service, you're just a huckster. But if you're an author, you know, we think of you in a different way. Look at uh, John Stewart. Every night he has an author on. Oh, I mean, it could be a famous author, like President Clinton or Jimmy Carter, or it could be, you know, I see authors I've never heard of uh, that are just, you know, really cool, interesting people. Uh, there's no way in the world these people would get on, you know, John Seward's show, you know, or, you know, most of the other shows in America, unless they were an author. I, I call it... The ruby slippers. It's if you're knocking on the door to get into the land of Oz, and the guy there, hey, who goes there? And you say, well, this is Rick Frischman. They go, well, go away. You know, um, you know, go get the the broom for the wicked witch. But I say, no, wait a minute. I'm an author. I'm the author of Gorilla Publicity. And the guy says, well, bust my button.
0: That's a horse of a different color. Come on in. <laughs> they love it. Hey Rick, I, I want to make sure we don't lose anybody. Y- you, you. Uh, this is Bob, by the way. Hi Rick. Yes. Uh, One of the things that you've said in several of your interviews, and actually in the one you did did with uh, J.W., is that you suck at writing. And and I'm sure that the majority of our listeners probably said immediately when you said you need to be an author, Hey, I suck at writing. I can't do this. So, you know, it's very important that they understand that the reason you're on here is because you believe you suck at writing, and yet you're an accomplished writer, author, and publisher.
2: That, and let me. And I know we have thousands of people listening on this call. Let me. Let me just say right here and now, in this time and place, that I am the crappiest writer on this call. <laughs> I talk even worse than all of you do. Um, and I have, you know, twelve books out. My twelfth is coming out in October. I've sold hundreds of thousands of books. You don't need to be a good writer to be an author uh we have people called ghostwriters and editors in the way uh literally what, what the way i do books is i have a great ghostwriter that just interviews me i've done 140 teleseminars just like this interview where and i'm taking those teleseminars and i'm making them into little books so literally you can just do what we're doing today and do an interview uh, and have someone interview you and make that into a book. I mean, it would be great if if you had a really good ghostwriter or editor who who can just kind of clean it up. But these days, um, particularly for nonfiction books, shorter is better. Sweet spots maybe 175 pages uh, to 200 pages. I have ADD. I speak like I have ADD, and I write <laughs> like I have ADD. So in my books, you know, I have short chapters because after about four pages, my mind goes. You know, in each chapter I kind of say, here's what I'm going to teach you, and then I teach it to you, and then at the end I give you like four steps saying, here's your action steps of what to do, because we know that most people aren't going to actually do anything after they read this well. You know, here's the, the things. Don't even go on to the next chapter until you do these four action steps. So, again, you don't have to be a great writer. Um, talk your book. Record your books, get a ghostwriter or an editor, and uh, and it's fine. If I can do it, um, you can do it. Now, if you're going to write a novel, which is a great story, then generally you need to be a really good writer uh, because it, it's storytelling. But for, for general books and nonfiction how-to books, what most of you guys are going to be doing, listening, you're going to be teaching people something, how to lose weight, how to make more money, how to save money in insurance, how to... Uh, get along with your kids, how to get them into college, um, you know, how to fight diabetes. It it has to do usually with money, health, relationships or sex. One of those four <laughs> things.
0: You're going to help us with <laughs> probably the sex part, you know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we, we just uh, finished talking to somebody not so long ago that um, did something similar. He, he was keeping a diary of, of his events in his life, and over the course of 12 months, he decided to take those 12 diary um, little summaries and make them into a book. Now, I, I don't know if he's a good writer, but, of course, everybody that's listening has a story to tell, has an experience, especially in this economy, everybody's going through all kinds of crises. How do they find ghostwriters? How do they, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the, the books that you that you write on this, but if you can kind of just give us a little
2: sampling, it would really be great. Well, um, wonderful question. Number one is, uh, I have a free resource that will help you. Uh, if you go to uh, author101university.com, uh, you can get my free million dollar Rolodex. It's 141 pages long. It's actually longer than most books that I'm publishing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I give it away for free. And it has thousands and thousands of contacts, editors, agents, ghostwriters, etc. It's all in there for free. Um, there's something called Literary Marketplace, which is a huge Bible which has uh, editors and agents, etc. Jeff Herman has a book Um, on publishing which is pretty good Uh, and actually there's a fabulous resource uh, called Para Publishing P-A-R-A Publishing that Dan Pointer has which um, has uh, uh, you know also thousands of, of contacts uh, so all that can help you. There is also uh, Publishers Weekly. If you're interested in publishing, uh, you can get that online. And there's something called Publishers Lunch, which is free. Just about everything I just gave you is all free, by the way. Um, <laughs> PublishersLunch.com is a great resource. It's a newsletter. It comes out online, and, and you can find uh, ghostwriters and editors there. Ghostwriters can cost anywhere from a Ten thousand to fifty thousand dollars, depending on um, how uh, uh, accomplished they are. Uh, uh, my ghostwriter is a guy named Mark Steisel, by the way. Mark S M A R K S T E I S E L. MarkSteisel.com. dot uh, He does all my books. He's fabulous. He's in San Francisco. Uh, but he's not cheap. In fact, uh, Donald Trump heard that he did all my books, and then he said, well, God, if he does Frischman's books, he got to do one for me. So he just did one for Donald Trump.
0: Oh, uh,
2: fascinating. That's not really how Donald Trump found me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Found <laughs> but, uh, but he did, mm-hmm. uh, Mark did do a book for, for Donald Trump. But uh, the point is, there's lots of ways of getting published, by the way. And I'm going to go into it. Just, number one, is traditional publishing, like McGraw-Hill, Simon & Schuster, etc, which is my books are published by traditional publishers. Uh, to get it uh, a book done by them, you have to first have a book proposal. Um, and it's sort of a pain in the butt that so you got to have a book proposal. There's lots of great books out there. Uh, one is called How to Write a Book Proposal by Michael Larson, who's a literary agent friend of mine. Which was the best book on the subject until mine came out.
0: Arthur, one yeah, there you go.
2: There is, and we pay homage to him. Actually, he's in the book, but that's another book, the first book of a four-book series teaching you how to write a book proposal. In fact, a guy named Tim Ferriss came to me with a crappy book proposal. I said, "Get this book. It's ten bucks in the, in, in, you know, on Amazon." He got it, we, and he, he redid his proposal, and uh, we redid the title. It came out. You know, what Tim, Tim Ferriss's Four Hour Workweek. There you go. uh, In fact, I think he's coming out with a a new book like this week, like four-hour fitness or something like that. um, And it it all started with a really great book proposal. Then you have to get a literary agent to shop your book proposal. Literary agent's hard to get. It's a very closed industry, but all those websites I just gave you um, have lists of literary agents. Uh, my million-dollar Rolodex, I work with over 100 literary agents. I list about 10 that I work with every day in there that you can get. Um, but they need to, to get your book proposal, and then they send it to an editor at a major house uh, who will massage it. And then the editor has to bring it to their publishing board, try to sell it, uh, if they say yes, they'll offer you a contract. They'll give you an advance. Usually the typical advance for an unknown author is $1,500, by the way. Hmm. So don't expect to get rich real fast. That's, <laughs> yeah, and that's a yeah. loan, by the way. Right. <laughs> so, so you don't get any more money until you pay back the advance to the publisher. And then generally your book will come out 18 months to 2 years later. um... they'll get it in bookstores. Uh, Better and online, and uh, if it doesn't sell in three months, you got to do all the publicity yourself. Uh, the books will come back because the books are there on consignment, which most people don't know. That's the typical publishing route. I mean, so
0: that, that's traditional. That's traditional publishing.
2: Yes, which is a dinosaur, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it, I mean, it's probably the best way, especially if you can get a big advance, but these days, for most of us folks, it's sort of a pain in the butt to go through. Um, so there are, the second way is self-publishing. The old way of doing it is what Dan Pointer, the guy at of Publishing, says you should just print your own books and do it all yourself and print them up, um, you know, and do it yourself and make more money. But... The problem is most people make mistakes. Most people print up 5,000 books, have them in their garage, spend fifteen twenty thousand dollars 20000 and lose their pants on it. Because yeah. They have no distribution, and, and also they just don't do it right. So the new way of self-publishing is, a, is something called P.O.D., print-on-demand. And there are a ton of companies out there um, that do it, Ex Libris, Author House, iUniverse. Persona Publishing, Um, there's about 50 of them. Most of them stink, except the few I just mentioned. Um, Right. You can get in for about $1,000 or $3,000 total. They'll design the book. They'll do everything, and they can get the book out in about three months, and it is exactly what it says. It's on demand, where they print no books at all. So, and uh, if someone orders it on Amazon today, it's printed today,
1: and it's shipped tomorrow.
2: So it's actually pretty cool. Um,
1: so they actually get a break. Okay, it's not on the Internet, Right.
2: Yes, the book, what well, the good news, it's on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. It's only on the Internet. There are no books in any physical bookstore. So that's the best. Right,
0: because it's, it's on demand. But, but these are not e-books that you're talking about. These are actual print, print on demand. Correct. These are not e-books. These are regular
2: book books that are printed. So someone orders it, it's printed today, and they
1: ship you the real book tomorrow. But you can change over if I mean, if you're getting a lot of sales, Rick, won't they, uh, won't they change it over to a regular book at, at some point if it's really doing well? They
2: probably won't because they're making a whole bunch of money and they're just doing <laughs> that <thing>. ah. <laughs> but what, But what, what happens if the book is selling really well, let's say you sold two, 3,000 copies, you own the rights and you can then get a traditional publisher like us, our Morgan James Publishing or Simon Schuster, whatever, and we can get the rights back and then we can take the book over. We'll print it up, you know, offset, uh, regular and print-on-demand a blend, but we'll get it into bookstores um, and and so you can actually have your cake and eat it too. That's why the print-on-demand is not a bad way to just keep going the average print-on-demand book sells under a hundred books in its lifetime. Wow! But if you have a book that's actually selling well, then uh, you get to agents and to me and to uh, you know, and and then a publisher would be interested in, in
0: possibly taking it over. So you you, you believe that that's a great a great entry a, a foray into this would be to get your idea put it together and use print on demand so that you're not going crazy with the expenses. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean you don't want to start
2: designing and editing, doing all yourself and, and printing everything. You can end up spending ten, twenty thousand dollars and and have nothing. I mean here, you know, this can cost you a thousand to two thousand bucks. I mean very reasonable. Uh the only the, the downside is this the general public doesn't really know the difference that they don't know I universe from random house. I mean, you know, what the heck. A book's a book. But media, number one, knows that it's a P.O.D. book. And the negative is twofold. Number one is my schnauzer can have a P.O.D. book out. I mean, you know, on how he likes to pee on trees. I mean, it's fine. Sorry. Anybody can have a, a P.O.D. book. Um, and, again, the books are not available in bookstores. But you don't really have the credibility of a, of a you know, traditional but it's a great way of getting going. Um, and, and if you sell a lot of books, then you can get it sold to a major house. And if not, you know, POD is sometimes really good, uh, you know, if you're printing something up just for your business, if you're doing it, you know, your grandmother's recipes. I mean, something that's going to sell maybe just a few hundred copies. And that's what most POD books sell. Here are the numbers, by the way. They're about 50. Let's see, 550,000 books now published a year, roughly. Out of those, there are at least 200 of them, give or take, are POD books. The rest are regular traditional books. But let's say we have now even take out the POD. you got 370,000 books traditionally published. That's 1,000 books a day. What are the chances of you getting on Barnes & Noble Bookstore Shelf even traditionally published? Very, very uh, slim. Uh, very slim, unless, you know, you're, you're, you have a big publicity campaign and you're driving people to, to the stores. It's, it's hard to get, you know, uh, a lot of books in the books for show.
1: Well, this leads me to my next question, and that is um, publicity. This is your area of expertise here. Uh, what about publicity?
2: Yes, it, okay, well, um, there's a guy once said, a terrible thing happens without publicity. Nothing. Nothing. That was P.T. Barnum, the greatest huckster and publicity guy that ever lived. Um, No book will sell, no business will go, unless you have marketing and publicity. Uh, Publicity can make you as rich and famous as you want to be if you know how to use it and you know how to deal with the media. Um, Write this down. There's four types of publicity you want to get. I caught four parts of a publicity chair. Number one is Internet, and we'll get into that. Number two is radio, three is TV, and number four is newspapers. You, you've heard of newspapers. There's still a couple of them. Uh, <laughs> Not many of They're dying fast. Right. I, I, I read them online. Well, exactly, and that's why no one's advertising. That's why they're dying. Is because if you bought the New York Times once in a while, maybe they would actually be in business, so... At any rate, uh, but you're right. Everyone's reading them online, and and it's a dying, you know, breed. But let's go back to internet number one. Everybody, um, you need to. Here's homework assignment number one. You need to own your URL for your name. So I own rickfrischman.com, but I also have the misspellings of my name, not only F-R-I-S-H-M-A-N, but F-R-I-S-C-H-M-A-N. So you need Bob. How do you spell your last name? S-C-H-E-C-T-E-R. Schecter. Okay, but I would most, that, that's, a, you know, a lot of people would spell it S-H. S-H would not have the C they don't know how to do that. So do you own bobschecter.com? Yes, I do, but not the all the derivatives. <laughs> exactly it. So you, there you go. So you need to have the misspellings of your name as well. But what else do you need to do? Um, let's say you tried to get. I mean, you're smart. You went and got it. But let's say we tried to get BobShechter.com. We couldn't get it because there's another Bob Schechter. So here, who is what you get? You are the BobShechter.com, the one and only Bob Schechter, the original Bob Schechter. You're also. <laughs> BobSchechterAuthor.com, com, .com, and the other thing I want you to do is is get uh, the URL with my in front of it. You're myBobSchechter.com. Now, how much does it cost to get a URL, www? People think it costs 30 bucks a piece, 50 bucks a piece, 20 bucks a piece. I have what I think, I'm pretty sure, is the cheapest place on the internet to reserve URLs. Uh, I have my own private label. It's a division of somebody that you know, but they raise their prices, and mine is $8.95 a year. Okay? And it's rickscheapdomains.com. We want everything cheap.
0: <laughs> okay, hold on. Rick. Right through that. Domain. Rick. R I C K S. Sheep. D H E A P.
2: Domains.com. And it's $8.95, and it's $8.95 to renew either. It doesn't go up. And everybody else is like $12, $13, $14 a URL. Uh, and now it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you're saving two, three, four bucks on each one you get, and you own 100 or 200 or 500 URLs, which is what I want you to do, uh, that adds up pretty fast. Yeah. So richcheapdomains.com. All right, so... Next up, I want everyone to get their name, misspellings of their name, the in front of the name, the original, everything we just talked about, and then Bob Schechter author, Bob Schechter speaker, Bob Schechter, you know, sexy guy, whatever you want. Okay?
0: So is this about branding,
2: Rick? This is about branding. Everything's on the Internet, and this is real estate. If you don't own your name, you're dead in the water, and everyone's got to own their name. We're going to talk about driving people to your site next. Number two, I want everyone to write down at least 10 potential titles of books they're thinking of writing. And if you don't own the URL for the title of your book, it's not the title of your book. Mm. i say that again. If you don't own the URL for the title of your book, it's not the title of your book. So I have like twelve books. I own the URL for all of them: Guerrilla Publicity, Where's Your Wow, Guerrilla Marketing for Writers, etc., um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. I own. But what ends if I screwed up and I didn't get it? For it. what I would get is, if I couldn't get Where's Your Wow dot com, I would get Where's Your Wow Book dot com. So actually, I would also. In addition to the title, add book after it. So I would get wheresyourwildmovie.com, wheresyourwildbook.com, wheresyourwildtv.com, because we're hoping that our books are going to be made into movies and TV shows, et cetera. Can't hurt to own it, but I write down at least ten potential titles of books you're thinking of writing. Um, when you're coming to me as a publisher, my first thing I'm going to ask is, do you own the URL for it? And if you don't, it shows me you don't know what you're doing yet.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, all right. So uh, next up, we've got to have a website to drive people to. So when we're on radio, TV, newspaper, etc., we're driving them back to rickfrischman.com. So you need one, a general site for your own personal branding. So you should have bobshechter.com with a C and without a C. And on that site, you're going to have all your press material. You're going to have radio shows that you've been on, not only your own up here, but you on Oprah, you on in the Wall Street Journal, you on uh, John Stewart. So I can see how great you are. I can hear you, hear the enthusiasm. Um, a list of all the shows that you're on, a press release bio testimonials from like all these great people say you're the greatest thing since sliced bread <laughs> um, you know other people on radio saying oh boy you were on my show and, and the phones went wild it was fabulous all that goes on your site uh, for those listening go to rickfrishman.com and you'll see how it works and what's up there you can in the media section all, everything that has to be on your site just do it just like mine because uh, and then make it better um, <laughs> but most importantly you need to have an ethical bribe a freebie so when I'm on radio and I say go buy my book go to author 101.com and go buy my book what do I sound like like you're a obnoxious author a pain in the ass right
1: <laughs> <laughs> another
0: guy hiding my book
2: you. right a get off my show you know, I used to be a producer at WR radio in New York or Barry Farm. People just came on pushing their book and pushing it. It's like you know, you're on as a guest. Hello? As a guest, you are supposed to give us information. You're supposed to be loving. Don't tease and don't sell. Give us information. That's why you're a guest. You want to just push your book? You know what? That's called an ad. Go I'll give you my advertising department. <laughs> So here's what you do when I'm on, I say go to Author101.com and get my free million-dollar Rolodex. That's my million. Do- that's my ethical bribe. It has something which is a pre B but that has real value, um, and then they get that. All you have to, have to do is put in your, your name and email, your first name and email, and you get it automatically. But you need a system that will send out a newsletter. So next up, every one of you listening needs to have a system that can collect emails, send out newsletters, and you're supposed to, And you need to send out a newsletter at least once a week. There's lots of systems out there that do it. Uh, one which is very reasonable is called Constant Contact.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, very cheap. Another one which is more exp- expensive, but is really good, is called Infusion. Uh, That can cost you, you know, several hundred dollars a month, but if you have a big list, you know, it's really good. And there's one in between that I use and Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield use, which is a shopping cart. And I'm going to give you my... Private label, which is called dot com, and that's a shopping cart system, about $50 a month. Now, full disclosure, that's an affiliate link. If you sign up, I make a commission from them. Uh, just like if you go to rickscheapdomains.com, it's my private label. Full disclosure, I make seven cents. If enough of you sign up today, I'll be able to buy lunch, okay?
0: okay?
2: But you all need to have affiliate links on your site so that if I like what Bob Schechter does... And he has some really good stuff. I could put his stuff on my site and say, hey, you know, you should buy some of Bob's stuff. You know, I did it, and I got rich, and now, you know, I lost 20 pounds, and, and my life changed around, it's all because of him. Here, click on this and buy his stuff. Well, then Bob gives me an affiliate link, and if someone buys then he gives me a commission. That's the way the internet world goes around. You need to be doing it. But the important thing is two things. Number one, only push Bob Schechter's stuff if you really like Bob Schechter and you like what he's selling. So don't don't put up affiliate links of crap that you just want to sell. Only put up stuff that you really believe in and you use yourself, number one. And number two, if you're putting affiliate links on your site or in your newsletter, you must disclose it and say, "Hey, by the way, this is an affiliate link. I'm just letting you know it. I really dig this guy, but I'm getting a commission, just like I told you. I'm making seven cents on Rick's Cheap Domains. <laughs> that guy you know, is. You have to just tell people so they're not being snowed and, and think that you're just trying to sell them
1: something. No, it's the law now. If you write a blog and mention your buddy in there and you make some money off of him, you got to let him know that you're that you have to disclose."
2: Right. It's a whole new FTC law, which I find, I mean, and I do that in my newsletters, I put, I disclose it, but I find it hard to believe that they're going to be policing the hundreds of millions of blogs and websites that are out there. I mean, they can't even figure out what's going on in Washington, but at any rate, it's the law.
1: Well, yeah.
2: And, And you got to put it up there. So
1: that's why I'm explaining
2: that you got to do that. So
1: we just uh, we're setting up an interview with a uh, a guy who was uh, was a, a felon. He got in trouble for doing some bad stuff, and he explains how if you sit there and think, ah, I'm not going to get caught," because that's what he thought, because he really didn't do anything that bad and still ended up in jail. So if you if you sit there and you uh, think that, uh, "Man, I'm not going to be the one," then you're wholly mistaken. And so uh, we have right. that coming up. No, that's a good When in doubt, you know, uh, do the right thing and,
2: uh, you know, and, and cover your butt. I mean, uh, and that's why I, I explain, too, you always have to disclose it. And then even, by the way, you know, uh, like if you're doing a radio show or a TV show or if you're on stage, um, disclose it there as well. Just cover your, yourself, you know, just so there's never any question that you're doing the right thing.
1: And you did here, so that's great.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, and and, uh, and 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 do what you teach people. So, uh, right, So, moving on. So, you have to have websites. Uh, next up, you got to have. Let's talk about social media.
0: Mm-hmm. You got
2: to be on four big ones: Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Those are the big four, and you got to be there all the time. Um, absolutely. The world is going crazy with the social media. There, here's a tip, by the way. Um, there's a site called ping.fm. P I N G. Wonderful. Uh, F is in Frank, M is in Mary. Ping.fm. And that one site, uh, you can set up so that when you post something, it'll automatically send it to all your other social sites.
1: Yeah, it's but,
2: great. It works really well. So, that makes life easier um... uh... also you need to have a blog the problem with a blog is you you gotta keep on blogging and putting more stuff up there which is sort of a pain uh... i would do it at least once a week i know bloggers who do it several times a day which i think is a little crazy But at least once a week it's free most of them one of them is called blogger dot com i use wordpress which is free which is mm-hmm. a little bit more complicated, but it's, it's a much better system, just to give you an idea. Um, but everything, the first thing I'm going to do as a producer or a publisher is do a Google search about you. So you got to have make sure that the, what comes up is your name and your books and, and uh, all the good stuff about you because we're going to be checking you out. And also, if there's anything negative, like your guy who's a felon, you know, um get that out there i mean really early because if if you know you had some weird stuff in your life um usually what happens if you just get it out there even on the media um i'll give you an example i mean how many politicians have had affairs that have come out, and what do they do? They fall on their sword, and they say, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I've made up with my wife. I'm sorry I did it. I'm never going to do it again. I cut off my thing. It's never going to be used. (laughs) And and what happens? They get forgiven. If you think about it, there's very few politicians, I think, that haven't had affairs.
1: We call it, actually, Rick, we call it uh, pulling out the carpet from underneath someone, because when somebody comes to attack you with something and it's all out there, they can't do it. It has, it has no weight anymore.
2: Yeah, they can't attack you. You've already got it out there, exactly. So get it out there. Get it on your site. Um, uh, and, and you know, make full disclosure about that, too. But uh, we're going to do a Google search. It's all going to come out, and you got to be on the Internet. Uh, next up, what we're doing today, I mean, this is the meat and potato. This is the gold. Is it radio shows in America? There are 15 stations in every market in the country. There's internet radio shows galore. Um, you got to be doing, you know, like all day long. Uh, I started with a guy in 1993 who was turned down by uh, 144 publishers. And uh, we did publicity for him for a year and a half, he and his partner. And all we did was radio. Before we got any TV, no one would, would even got the book. And we made it a bestseller just by doing radio. Radio is the golden America. The book, well, the guy who, who tripped me, who, who I started with, it, and, uh, uh, was named Mark Victor Hansen, and his partner Jack Canfield, and the book was Chicken Soup for the Soul. Best yeah, made bestseller all by just doing radio.
1: That's amazing. And I know that you run around with uh, Alex, I can't think of his last name, who teaches... Alex Carroll? Yes, who teaches how to, how to use the radio, which is excellent stuff.
2: Yeah, I was just with him this weekend. Uh, we were teaching at Harv Ecker's event, and uh, uh, Alex is one of my best friends. He. This is a funny story. Just uh, Alex Carroll was a, uh, a courier driver, and he got tons of speeding tickets, and he wrote a book on how to beat the cops, and he self-published it. This... Uh, And it's about 80 pages long and probably cost him 30 cents to to do. And he's done literally 2,000 radio interviews and has become a millionaire just by promoting his little book. And now he has a system teaching people how to do radio. Um, And actually, that opens up something. You can meet Alex Carroll. He's going to be speaking at Author 101 University uh, a month from today in Las Vegas, and he's one of our featured speakers uh, in Las Vegas, and hopefully you guys are coming.
1: Well, yeah, you know, I wanted to bring that up because I know you're doing, I know you do um, appearances, and I know that you run some seminars to, to, to teach people, and um, I'd, I'd really like to let people know that you are available, you are, are out there teaching, and if you want to meet uh, Rick, he's a wonderful guy, You need you need to get out to his Vegas event. Yes, yeah, so, well, I
2: mean, I don't know how much time we have left, but let me just tell you about this briefly, and then we can do some more teaching. So check out, it's called AuthorOneOnUniversity.com. It's October 29, 30, 31. Um, I have 25 lecturers, teachers, trainers there, uh, most of whom are really well-known, like uh, James check who teaches you how to make money as a speaker, Brendan Bouchard, um, and I'll tell
1: talk, I love. I love Brendan. Yeah, well, yeah, and great. he
2: teaches you how to get, you know, opium, other people's money. Barbara DeAngelo, uh, who's sold millions of books, who teaches you how to be an author. Um, Laurel Langmire talks about money. Um, and I have Brian Tracy, who's one of the oldest, best <laughs> business speakers of all time, as our featured speaker. Tom Antion, a guy who teaches you how to uh, make money on the Internet. And about 20 other people. But I also am bringing uh editors and agents and publishers who are looking for your book proposal, who are looking for your book. And I'll tell you a fast story, you just mentioned Brendan Bouchard. He came to our event about four years ago as a participant. He just was in the audience and uh I met him, and I introduced him to this agent named Scott Hoffman I brought.
0: Mm-hmm. He's one of
2: the top literary agents in America. Scott loved him, loved his book and uh took him on Uh, and his book Life's Golden Ticket came out and Brendan's uh, career was launched just because he came to our event and now he is uh, well this is interesting, Brendan was broke he was bankrupt when he came to our event and he borrowed money to be there now he is one of the top speakers in fact he spoke on my stage first um, in America, he speaks at every one of my events and he's uh, a millionaire and it's all because he actually got off his butt, and he showed up and, and met people and came. So, you know, the networking alone is worth it. Um, so, you know, check it out. We still have an early bird special where you can, you know, for $100 off, and you can bring somebody for free. Uh, we have rooms for $89. So uh, hopefully both of you guys are going to be there, and all your listeners uh, can, you know, you're going to make a big party for him. <laughs>
0: there you go. There you go.
2: And it's in uh, I w- Las, I wanna, Las Vegas at Halloween, by the way. So there you go. Okay.
0: I, I think that's a, a perfect segue into exactly why um, I was so excited when JW said that we were going to be able to talk to you, is because I think most people, as, as I did, um, we're in a situation where we need income, we need extra income. And I know one of the things that you've preached about this is MPI, Massive Passive Income. And this is within reach. Of people, and and I, I really want the, the listeners to understand that as complicated as all this has sounded, I think the beauty of it is, is that you have you have books, you have tapes, and you have this seminar, and it's all accessible. It's not a subculture that they can't get into. Um, you people aren't unreachable. It's it's very accessible, and it's mostly people, and, and like yourself, that that came onto this show just to say, hey, I'm here. I know that you had to start somewhere. Here are other authors that started just where you are with an idea of bringing a, a prayer and, and it's something that I want people to understand that this is a path that they can go down and find avenues of success if they, like you just said, get off their butt and get out there. It, it, it may sound like a very hard road but it's at least a journey worth trying because in the long run there are so many places for them to potentially publish um, and, and we really haven't touched upon the, the I think you know. Obviously, there's the real publishing. There's the, the you know print-on-demand, and of course, there is the ebook, um, which I'm not quite sure of how how big you are on that. So I thought I'd kind of try and steer you well, towards that a little bit back too. Back. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: uh, so, but just what you said. I mean, by the way, all these speakers. I mean, they all sat just where you are in the audience, just like I did. Um, I went to Mark Victor Hansen's event to, just as a participant and then as a speaker, uh, just like Brendan went as a participant. And the key thing is I know you guys are scared, but, you know, you got to just get out of your comfort zone and meet people. and. So going to seminars has changed my life. I have met partners there. I've started new businesses. I, there are several people I know who met their, their girlfriend, husband, wife at a seminar. But, you know, you can sit home at Halloween and just can feel sorry for yourself or go to, you know, go meet people and, and get your life going. And, by the way, you know, we feel so strongly about what we do. We give 100% money back guarantee. I've done this for 10 years, and if at any time you come to our event, and if you don't think this is, like, the greatest thing you ever went to, you know, just come up to us, you know, the second day and say, hey, I'm leaving, I want my money back, and you'll be checking the spot. And we've had thousands of people come over the years, and I think two people, you know. So, so you have no risk, and rooms are 89 bucks.
1: Rick, let, me just say, let me just say real quick, I know we, I don't want to run out of time, but you were you very right. You know that I'm friends with Gary Goldstein, the producer of Pretty Woman, and people ask me all the time, where did you meet Gary? How did you get in with Gary? Because we became business partners for a couple things, and I met him as a participant, a participant at a seminar. Right. Yeah,
0: anyway, I met
2: Gary at, at a Mark Victor Hansen seminar. We were speaking together. I got friendly with him, and in fact, I hope I'm going to have him come speak on our stage. And I'm pushing Gary to write a book, by the way.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: You know, and this guy's the sweetest guy in the world. I mean, man, he, he's the producer of Pretty Woman a whole bunch of others. He's the greatest guy in the world. You walk by him, you have no idea. And, and at these seminars, too, you walk by other people. Some of them are you know, billionaires and, you know, running huge companies and could hire you, could do things you don't even know unless you start talking to them.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: you got to just get out and do it.
0: Anyway, I'll let you get back to what
1: you're saying because I know everybody wants those super wonderful million-dollar points you would have to put out.
2: All right, by the way, how much time do we have? Just so I know, so I don't run out.
1: we got another uh, 15 minutes or so. We can go over a few okay. if you have the time.
2: Yeah, all right. So, uh, perfect. So. Uh, Our publishing, you know, morganjamespublishing.com, we published about 200 books last year. We have about 800 authors, most of them nonfiction. We will publish a really good fiction book if we love the platform of the author. And the platform means your website, everything we just talked about. You've been on radio, you've been on TV, you have a list. You know, you know these guys. uh, You've been to seminars. um, You are speakers. You've been out there. You're going to promote the book. That's what we're looking for, whether it's a nonfiction book or a fiction book. Uh, 80% of whether we take you on is whether we fall in love with you as a person and your vision. Because a book can be edited, um, you know, and, and changed and made better. But if you, as a person, are a banana head, and that's a nice way of putting it. I can't change you. I don't want to be in, you know, uh, uh, around banana heads and around negative people. I, I have a, um, a rule at my company and it goes like this. If you're not fired with enthusiasm, you will be fired with enthusiasm. <laughs> I hate pain in the ass people. I hate negative people. Get them out of your life and I hate negative authors. Um, and and also I mean even PR I've done PR for a million years and you know I, I, when I did Mark and Jack and Harve Ecker and uh, William you know the De, uh, not William what's his name the just forgot his first name uh, Nicholas Sparks all these guys they did everything um, they did every show we told them to do because they weren't prima donnas. Um, there, there's a lady I've spoken on stages with named Barbara Corcoran. Yes. You may have heard of her, but if you're out here in New York, you'll see a sign in front of about every house and every apartment in, in New York of Corcoran Realty. She sold it. She's a billionaire. She's probably the, one of the richest women in the world now. And, uh, she's on the Today Show about every day talking about real estate. So just check out the Today Show. She has a phrase I love. About getting negative people out of your life and getting negative people out of your company, she says, shoot the dogs early. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just eliminate, them. get them gone. You know. So we're looking for people who have a platform and have a great personality. Uh, we can edit the book and make it better. Uh, we can get the book out literally from the time you give us a finished manuscript in about ten weeks, and then we get it in bookstores. Now, bookstore distribution usually takes about six to eight months. You know, but we can get it on the Internet just like, you know, all these other publishers immediately. You're on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, etc. These days, 80% of our books are sold at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble online. Um, now, uh, so why do we want bookstore distribution? We see it's just really cool to walk into on Barnes & Noble and actually see your book there. Occasionally, people actually do walk into a bookstore, just like occasionally people actually buy their own newspaper. Um it's true, but, but both of them are going out of business pretty fast. Um, right. And e-books, to mention, just get to what you mentioned, are are will be taking over. Interestingly, um, Barnes and Noble came out a report recently saying that they are selling more e-books. Um, no, I'm sorry, Amazon said Amazon said, I'm sorry, that they're selling more ebooks than they're selling hardcover books. So ebooks are books that you can be, you know, delivered to your Kindle, um, or now to your iPad. I just got an iPad. I don't know if you have one. It is like ultra cool. Um, <laughs> and it's changing, you know, the way people are reading, you know. Um, and Kindle, I mean, they are all going, uh, going down because uh, the Barnes & Noble has the Nook. These things used to be like 300 bucks, 500 bucks. Now I think it's $169. They're, they're just going down and down and down. And uh, it costs 999 to download a book. Um, so that is changing the world, is that all of these books are going to be available on your computer and on your Nook and your iPad and your Kindle. And your I think Sony still makes an e-reader, but I think that's... You know, the, the, the last-place one. Um, but so who needs a bookstore? You know, I can, I can get it on Amazon or just, you know, download it immediately and have it hit my Kindle in about 10 seconds. And that's where publishing is going. And what's really weird for our authors is the, the finances. If we sell a book, let, let's just say a, uh, a, a $14.95, 16 dollars trade paperback, um... the author we get uh... Let, let's say, to make it easy let's say it's twenty dollar book we get ten dollars from barnes and noble our authors get about two dollars uh... of that those ten dollars uh, uh, so they get about two dollars out of the twenty dollar book face value if we sell a book as an e-book and they uh, they buy it for nine ninety nine so we get ten dollars uh, that's how much at least Amazon gets from you. You bought it for ten bucks. We get about six fifty of that ten dollars because there's no. I mean, it's all electronic. Um, our authors get half of that, three twenty five. Now most wow. publishers are paying their authors about ten percent, and the Authors Guild is fighting for them to get twenty percent of that. We're giving our authors fifty percent of. What we get for an ebook, so you're making more in an ebook than you're getting if we sell the book at Barnes and Noble. Isn't that crazy?
1: No, that's great because I mean you're saving all that uh, you're saving all that money not having to publish with paper. Exactly.
2: So I mean it makes sense, but um, but that's the way publishing is going. That's the way you know publishing the newspapers going same thing. So write a book
1: that's, and uh, save the planet. Uh, save <laughs> write a book and save it, the planet. <laughs> That's right. Do it all online.
2: But here's the point, everybody, is that, you know, having a book can change your life because, again, the media will look at you in a different way. Uh, Your neighbors will look at you in a different way. Um, And you now can negotiate less and charge more because you're the authority. When my first book came out on PR, guerrilla Marketing for Writers, in 2000, now I had been doing publicity for... Oh, 25 years already, but no one really cared. But when I became an author, now all of a sudden the media wanted me because I was the authority. Um, and again, remember, I can't even write. So, you know, you know, this is not rocket science, guys. It doesn't have to be a long book. I mean, just write about something you know. Or again, do an interview, and and you can just have that transcribed. And uh, and it can be a 140 page book, uh, but you gotta have a great title. And here's a, I mean, here's a great tip. I only have a few minutes left. Really important tip about titles because I know you're all going to go reserve titles now. Like you should be doing it as we speak. This is radio. You can be doing two things at once. So here's the tip about titles. I want you to reserve a one to five word title. So all the great titles on my book, Guerrilla Publicity, Where's Your Wow? And Guerrilla Marketing for Writers. Okay, that's four words. Um, Short, sweet, to the point. The title is The Grabber. The subtitle of the book is The Promise of the Book. So, for instance, Where's Your Wow? Short, sweet title. The subtitle, 16 ways to get your competitors to wish they were you. That's the promise of the book. What is the book going to teach you? But you know reserved short title, uh because you know those are the ones that really sell
1: hey, let me ask you really quick, um because you keep mentioning ad- uh, publicity, what's the difference between advertising and publicity, and which one's best
2: uh there's a phrase I love it's gonna, with advertising, you pay for it with publicity, you pray for it, <laughs> and you know, that's. Uh, Publicity is A hundred times better And the reason is this Anybody can take an ad in The Wall Street Journal, New York Times LA Times, etc An ad could cost you $80,000 For a full page ad The problem is we know that you bought That space What we want to do is get an editor To Fall in love with your platform, with your book, with what you're going to teach the audience. Etc. Assign a reporter and do a story about you, and a feature story about you in the papers. Worth a thousand times more because of credibility. Because now you are a news story. And, and you've, you've been in every you've been in every one know, of these papers.
1: So you teach people how to do this, right?
2: Exactly. I mean. Uh, we teach you how to get in newspapers, um, how to get on the radio shows, uh, but, and the key thing is you start small. Where do you guys live?
0: I'm in Los Angeles. Florida. So. Yeah, he's in L.A., and I'm in the real world in, uh, Florida.
2: We're in Florida.
0: And Fort Lauderdale.
2: Oh, you're a lucky man, both of you, man. <laughs> That's great. Um, what's you <laughs> I mean, the point. <laughs> Did you tell where I was from? Yeah, uh... Well, from your accent? Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have a place in West Palm Beach. I wish I was there. I love Florida. Uh, there and I you know. just flew back from L.A. Uh, this weekend. So, you know, I spent a lot of time in L.A., but I, I like Florida better than L.A. just because, it, you know, more golf courses. So That's that exactly. Cool. Yeah. And uh, the only thing is you got Alta is there. It's Yiddish. For, uh, <laughs> you know, most people are. Uh, my father lived there. And he said, most people who live with me down here are somewhere between 70 and death.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's actually, but that's where I'm on Fort Lauderdale, the east coast of Florida, not the west coast. The east coast is where the old people come to retire. The west coast is where their parents go.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, God, actually, my, my father's real line, he said, the average age of the people in West Palm Beach is deceased. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. That's uh, true.
2: But at any rate, there are local papers. I mean, L.A. is kind of a payment. You can go out to the hinterland, and there are local papers that you start with. I live in Long Island. I'm talking about from the east end of Long Island now in the Hamptons. And there are little papers, you know, all over that. That's the ones that you start at where where you are a celebrity, and they'll write about you. And then like in Long Island, after I got my little paper, then I got to Newsday, which is a Long Island paper, which has a circulation of like 700,000. Then after I got in that, I ended up getting the New York Times, then I got in the Wall Street Journal. But it, you started small. And it's the same thing with radio. You start with a a C radio station. You know, you, you start with one that, that has, you know, there's a station in New York, W-E-V-D, which... Uh, is you know, a very small wattage. I mean it goes from that thirty eighth street to about fifty eighth street. That's a great one to start on. You know, that has very few listeners. And then after that you do like W I O D in Miami or K A B C or K G O. You don't want to screw up on the big one. You start on the little one. Same thing with with, with um with T V you start with your cable stations before you start doing you know, your big affiliate major TV shows. And it's all just, you know, building that platform, getting it up on your site and getting people, you know, excited about you. And and three ways to get publicity is number one, and just to end, every one of you, controversy, controversy sells. Number one, come up with something controversial, look what's in the news, react to what's in the news. Number two, solve a problem. We we touched upon that before, but most of you listening today, your book is going to solve a problem, and when you want to get on publicity, you know, on radio, TV, et cetera, solve a problem about, again, one of the things that we talked about, health, diet, money, sex, relationships. You're a problem solver, and that's why they'll put you on. Um, yeah.
1: You no, Alex, your uh, friend Alex no, Carroll said no, that. No, uh, one of the things, topics he uses a lot is... Um, he explains why speeding is actually more safe. Exactly,
2: and that's controversial. Is is uh, they, you know, being going at fifty five is probably the worst speed you can go at. And he explains that uh, it's true if you're, you know, on a highway and everyone's going 70, 75 miles an hour, if you're going fifty five, you're a hazard. Yeah. You know, people are going to bump into you. So that's causing controversy. That's what you all have to do, is find a subject that can cause controversy.
0: Well, Rick. You have to be passion, passionate about it. Rick, I want to. I wanna extent. Go ahead. Then, I mean, this is. In, on any level, there's a, a great deal of work that has to be put into it. So, I, I mean, we don't want to make people think that they're going to, you know, be lucky enough to go to your website, buy your books, and be publishers tomorrow. There's a lot of work that requires that they have a passion for what they're doing, even if the passion is just to make money, but at least some passion so that it comes across to, on the website, to you as a publisher.
2: Exactly. Uh, it, it comes out of passion, enthusiasm. And just, you know, you you don't have to hire a PR firm. Get off your butt, start doing it yourself, uh, and get people to help you. There are tons of wonderful people out there that will help you. So, so everyone, I hope that I get to meet you face-to-face with my buddies here in Las Vegas, October 29, 30, 31. uh, Author101University.com. Again, it will change your life. And, uh... Uh, the worst case at happens is you learn how to get the publicity, and maybe even you will meet your new partner there, or your wife or your husband, and just meet a lot of great people.
1: So anyway, you're saying um, you know all this. I mean, you have so much stuff to put out, and we'll never get it out in this time. So I really do hope people get to your ve- get your Vegas event out there, and or at least get in touch with you because one of the things that you do is you it's, it's you know like Bob said, there's a lot of work involved, etc. But you have They don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can put them together with people and with processes, and you've done it a zillion times. These guys can, can, uh, you know, follow your plan and get stuff done without having to spend the thousands and thousands of dollars and falling on their face and jumping off cliffs to try to get this stuff done. So, anyway, tell me about your event again one more time in Vegas.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't have to do it yourself. Learn from the experts. Learn from people who have done it and were just like you. They were broke. They were scared. They were tired, and they came, and they and they learned the process, and they got their book out, and they got their platform going. And they learned how to make money on the internet, and they also learned how to get what you mentioned before. My favorite three letters: MPI, massive passive income. The ka-ching factor. <laughs> ka-ching. Money coming in through computer every night,
1: even while you're asleep. I love
2: that. While you're asleep, I love it. So. Uh, I want to see you there. It's uh, Again, it's uh, write it down, author101university.com. Also write down authormasterclass.com. Barbara DeAngelis, who's unbelievable, is doing a one-day seminar on October 28th, um, the day before. We have to come in on the 28th anyway. Uh, so check out authormasterclass.com. Actually, if you, if you go to Barbara's event, you get to come to author101university for half price. But we're giving, like, crazy, crazy um, uh, early bird special. In fact, your audience, uh, I'm going to give you a special code. If you put in Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, you get $100 off. So right now, um, you can, uh, that, that's for your audience, Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R. So you can be there for, like, you know, 397 bring somebody for free. So it ends up costing you, like, 197 Uh... And rooms are $89, October 29, 30, 31. It's at the Green Valley Ranch in Las Vegas. Uh, I promise you it will change your life. Just the networking alone. Just the people you're going to meet sitting next to you gonna change your life. It could you you can meet your next partner, you can meet your next girlfriend, um, your wife, your husband. I mean the, the things that happen in the audience just in the networking session. <coughs> <worth it. laughs> but you won't know unless you come and and also we're gonna have a huge Halloween party on the thirty first, so I don't know if you heard about it, but Halloween in Vegas is like the place to be.
1: Hey, let me ask you for some of the young people out there. I know this is Vegas, but there are people. there's some young writers out there. How, uh, how old do you have to be to get into this thing?
2: Uh, how old do you have to be? Yeah, in other words, that,
1: 18 and over, or what, what's
2: the deal? Uh, I have people bringing their kids. I've had kids come there. Not only that, I'm, let me get it. I have a 10-year-old speaking at the event who is a published author. Wow. And I have him up there just to show that, you know what, you don't have to be 18, 21, anything. You can be, I don't care if you're seven. You know, I have kids bringing their kids, but I have a 10-year-old speaking, and he's going to be selling his book, and he's sold thousands of books.
1: Wow, that's incredible.
2: How do you like that? So I don't care, you know, you don't have to be 18. If you want to bring your kids, your kids can come for free.
1: That's that's excellent. That's that's wonderful. I'm glad. You know, kids nowadays they don't go, they don't get taught what they need to get taught in school to to make to make income anymore. It's, it's, it's get them to the door, get them out of there, you know, before they become a problem. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. It's
2: very few to ask that. I mean, is uh, I want kids to be there, and again, that's why I have a ten year old as a speaker, who's a published author, and if he can do it, you know, I hope it's going to. You know, turn on all the kids that are who are going to come in the audience and say, "Hey, he can do it. I can do it too."
1: Hey, uh, tell me something. You know, I'll, I've wondered all the way through this interview. Some people say, "You know, I can tell. I can see that if you write a book, you're going to have to be a great speaker. You're going to have to speak with maybe if you're lucky enough, you might have to get on you get on Oprah if she's still around." Or uh, you mentioned the uh, Comedy Central News Show, which I understand is one of the best sellers of books around. Um do you have to be a great speaker or should you start learning what's the deal there well yeah
2: I think you gotta be a good communicator and I think you should start learning Uh, we have people who are going to be speaking who teach you how to be a great speaker um Uh, I train people, you know, for media on how to be good on radio and TV and newspaper. To be, you know, trained as a speaker is a little bit more complicated. I mean, you guys are speakers. Um, I, I think that takes a little bit more time. Um... You know, I've been a member of National Speakers Association for like 30 years. And, you know, just because you're a member of NSA doesn't mean that you're a good speaker. Um, most of the people in, in that organization don't make a living as a speaker. Um, but I think, you know, there's two ways of, of you're talking about being a speaker. Number one is speaking from a platform, which is an art. Um and there's toastmasters and other organizations and the other way is actually just speaking for the media uh... and that's a, a shorter process where um, i can train you and i have media trainers that can train you how to be really good on a radio show tv show newspaper um, interview and 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 not say you know dumb things is that um, uh... you know i i've seen a lot of people ruin their careers just by being dumb and saying stupid things like Don Imus, you know, thirty right. seconds, oh, yeah. of we went in the toilet. Uh, and and there's lots of, of uh, CEOs. Hey, hey, how about the BP CEO? You know, um, you know, one 10-second one comment, and he was out. Of job. Well, what do you right? do about somebody's? What do you do about somebody's Brooklyn accent? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you love it because it ain't going to change so fast. You just gotta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you just gotta play with it. <laughs> I'm, so I'm not gonna use <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not working. Hey, one, one other so thing. You're, right? you're, you're saying people need to learn how to speak. They don't have to learn how to be speakers. Then. Yeah,
2: exactly. You know had to communicate, how to teach, how to be uh, good on the air, and, and and half of that is passion, as we talked about before, and the other part of it is just really um, wanting to teach people. Is don't don't be uh, just selling,
1: you know, selling. Uh, you want to genuinely want to teach people and help them out. Well, you know, I appreciate you coming on and informing and, and teaching our crowd today. I, I mean, I know that you're a busy guy, so I so appreciate it. Um, let me ask you, um, Rick, for anybody who can't make it out to this event, how can they get a hold of you again?
2: Oh, great. Uh, just uh, check out rickfrishman.com, number one. Uh, and you can send me an email directly at, at rick at rick Um If you, you know, obviously at rickfrishman.com or Author 101 or Author 101 University, you can get the Rolodex. That will get you my newsletter twice a week. So that... You can always just email me back from there. Uh, and that's a great way of just staying in contact. But I, I actually, um, you know, I'm very responsive to email. So if you email me at rick at com, you will get a response.
1: And he is. We know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> rick, I so appreciate you being here with us today. And um, I really uh, I, all these nuggets are, these are solid gold nuggets. And so I really um appreciate your time, and uh, anything that we can do for you, let us know. Uh, not much, maybe what what we, you actually you can do something for us. Do you have a course on how to interview? <laughs> <laughs> um, not really.
2: Well, I have a whole bunch of, of uh, by the way, of, of uh, uh, audio downloads that are very reasonable that people can get i um, actually even put them up on, on my website. Like We have 20 hours of Author 101 University from last year, oh, nice. which is an MP3. I got How to Get on Oprah and Other PR Secrets. Um, so there are, you know, um, resources. Um, most of this stuff you can find in, in our books, you know, Guerrilla Publicity or the Author One-on-One series where we do a lot of teaching on how to uh, um uh you know be good on on the air and stuff so we have chapters on that too um so there's lots of resources out there you know and plus i I try to do seminars and shows like this with you just to to teach people as often as i can and we do appreciate it Uh, me too i appreciate it and uh and uh hope to see you guys and uh um you know in, in las vegas i mean you guys are my guests if you want to come and uh And just let me know how I can help you in any way. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Maybe
0: maybe when you're here in Florida, we'll get together.
2: Hey, maybe we'll play golf. That would be cool. There you go. (laughs) Okay, now we're all going
1: because I'm a golfer. All right, you got it. (laughs) All right, well, it was really gracious for you to come on board and help us out. So uh, you have a great day. And I want to thank uh, Bob Schechter, my co-host, and uh, everybody, all the listeners and everything. Come join us at the networking fool that's networking fool com and uh, listen to all other great interviews we have uh, Jordan Goodman talking about how to get out of debt and we have Lee Cockrell the vice president of uh, or retired vice president of Disney World uh, talking to you about management and leadership anyway everybody have a great day and have a super weekend and all that great stuff goodbye
2: mm-hmm.
0: Thank
1: you for listening to the Networking Fools Show featured on Blog Talk Radio and on the Networking Fools website at www.networkingpools.com. Networking Fools is the property of Network Alchemists Networking Fools, Network Alchemists Nalchemists and Nalchemy are trademarks of the Network Alchemist LLC and this podcast is copyright 2010 and all rights are reserved